Hi there, it's Jillian, and I want to tell you about Jillian on Love Plus, your way to get even more Jillian on Love each week by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. You can access exclusive bonus episodes with extras, including answers to your most burning questions, advice on all things dating and relationships, and much more. Check out the link in the episode description for more information. Hi there, this is Jillian on Love, and I'm on a mission to teach people how to transform their romantic relationships by transforming the relationship they have with themselves. So whether you are in a relationship, you're single, or you're heartbroken, I've got you covered. I'm Jillian Tarecki, certified relationship coach and teacher with over 20 years experience helping people transform their relationship with themselves through their bodies, breaths, and minds. I have now coached and taught thousands of people to become better versions of themselves and change the way they show up for and within their love lives. In today's episode, I am talking about how to break the cycle of choosing unavailable partners, how to stop attracting them, how to stop choosing them. I've done other episodes on getting out of situationships and emotional unavailability. And to be honest, I feel like there is so much that I can say on this topic because it is something that is so top of mind for so many people. And so I wanted to do another episode on this from a slightly different angle. And hopefully this will clarify things. I have a very popular post on my Instagram that says people spend too much time analyzing the unavailable person and not enough time walking away from them. And I kind of wanted to break down this post because it's true. The amount of people who comment about this is overwhelming. And that's why I knew that it was important for me to do an additional episode on this. So I think first, what needs clarity is this concept of emotional unavailability because it's being thrown and tossed around a lot in social media and we need to really understand what it is. So first and foremost, emotional availability is what creates emotional intimacy between two people who are in a relationship with one another, regardless if that's a friendship or that's something romantic or it's a familial relationship. I'm going to be focusing on romantic relationships, but you can apply this to other relationships. So again, emotional availability is what is needed in order to create emotional intimacy. Being emotionally available means that you share your deep thoughts with each other. Building emotional intimacy is what builds the foundation of safety and trust. And building a foundation of safety and trust, I have learned later in life, that takes time. Think of it. If you're going to build a home, you need a sturdy foundation. In a relationship, a foundation between two people is only as sturdy as their ability to build trust between the two of them 
and emotional safety between the two of them. That takes time, but the path or how we lay down that groundwork is being open and vulnerable with each other and having empathy towards each other. So someone who is emotionally unavailable, we don't have to expect that right away all at once, but we can get a sense of someone's emotional openness from date one. And it's not about sharing all your deep, dark secrets. I don't suggest that. I think that someone has to earn that. Why would you share things that are very important to you to someone who's a stranger, right? You want to slowly open up, but you can tell that when someone has a certain level of openness, if just from date one and just in how they listen and the questions that they ask and how they talk about themselves. And sure, certainly people can appear to be one way on a first date, but be very different once the stakes get higher and the stakes get higher when we get closer to someone. So a lot of people can, there are many people in the world and maybe you have met them and maybe you have experienced this within yourself who can be really open with strangers. But once it means things are going to get closer, that's when they start to shut down. And so you might notice that like you meet someone and they seem really open, but as the two of you start to get closer and there's more vulnerability that needs to be between the two of you, maybe that's when you take your connection into something sexual. That's when things start to kind of shut down. That's when you really, really know. And emotionally available people are willing to be open, to share, to have empathy. They respond to your vulnerability with curiosity and empathy. Taking care of your health isn't always easy. Sometimes we just get distracted and there's a lot to think of. Really should be simple. It shouldn't be complicated. And that's why for the last two years, I've been drinking AG1 every day. Pretty much no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. And it really helps with a few things. One, I have more energy. Two, I sleep better. And there's other things too, but those are like the two things that I really needed most in my life. And I think it's because I just wasn't getting enough nutrition from the food that I was eating because it can be hard. I don't like taking pills. I hate taking a multivitamin. I just hate having to remember that. I'm terrible at it. It doesn't make me feel good. It's just all around not good. So I've always wanted something that had a lot of nutrition in powder form, something drinkable. And yet, I couldn't find it until I found AG1. AG1 is a quality product, a very, very high quality product. And I know this, that I'm giving myself high quality nutrition because every batch of AG1 goes through a very rigorous testing process. So you know it is safe and that's important. And their ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrient density. So if there's one product that I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drink 
drinkag1.com slash Jillian on love. That's drinkag1.com slash Jillian on love. Check it out. You know, emotional availability is not always talking about feelings, by the way. I mean, to always talk about deep feelings in a relationship can be very exhausting. Yet, on the other hand, we do have to be able to talk about feelings. So when you're trying to figure out if you're in some sort of relationship or you're getting to know someone and they're emotionally unavailable, some of the things that you will notice is that your connection often feels superficial. You don't really ever go deep. Or when you try to go deep, when you ask questions, when you share about yourself, when you're trying to reach something deeper in your connection with them, if you're trying to go underneath the surface, it's like there's a block there. They won't allow that. You're unable to ever talk about important things. You never talk about feelings. You start to feel like maybe they're not actually that into you. There's just a general lack of openness. And people who are emotionally available to each other, they want to build bridges of connection and closeness. They're not always trying to create distance, like you feel like you're just starting to get a little bit deeper and then they pull away. Or you just feel like they don't have any real interest in getting to know you on a deeper level. This unavailability is caused by different reasons. And sometimes, and this is always a hard thing to say, because I know it's a hard thing to hear, sometimes someone's emotional unavailability has nothing to do with them having any avoidance or fear of intimacy necessarily. It's just that they don't feel that connected to you. They're not feeling it, you know, they're just not feeling it. And yet, you're trying to kind of maybe force something into being something deeper than it is. Like a a common pattern that I see people play out is they know on an instinctive level, they know that like there's, that this isn't really going to be their person, that there isn't really a future, but because of maybe fear of being alone, maybe feeling a little lonely, they're trying to force what is meant to be just sort of a lighter connection into something deeper. I see that all the time, right? And then in their pursuit of trying to make it into a deeper connection, they get frustrated because the other person isn't, they're not able to go deep with the other person. The other person isn't responding in the way that they need them to respond to in order to go deeper. And so they kind of slap a label on that person as being emotionally unavailable when really what is happening is that they're not really that into the connection. And you, like I said, may know that on a deeper level, but you're trying to force something into existence that's really not meant to be, for lack of a better way to explain it. Often emotional unavailability will happen when someone is going through maybe a very difficult time in their life that makes it so that they can't really give you that kind of reciprocity and they can't go deep. 
Maybe they're going through a mental health crisis. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they're dealing with addiction. Like you're never really going to be able to achieve that level of emotional intimacy that is built from a strong foundation of safety and trust with someone who is going through something so immense that they are too preoccupied with that. You know, and there's a lot of people who have stuff left over from childhood that is creating some sort of psychological and emotional barrier for them where they just fear intimacy too much. And, you know, you might recognize that in yourself. And just the awareness of recognizing that in yourself, getting curious about where that comes from, that's very important because then you can start to heal it because... You know, when we are emotionally unavailable, when we're afraid of being truly seen in spite of our deep longing to be seen, because we can long to be seen, but then don't really do what it takes to be seen, that we may may be lacking the tools. That's when we have to get curious. We have to take baby steps and just sort of opening up and sharing a little bit about ourselves. If going a little bit deeper into your childhood and figuring out where that comes from is necessary, then you take that route. We do whatever it is that we need to do to be more open because, you know, sometimes this emotional unavailability comes from pain. And that could be leftover stuff from childhood or could be the pain that happens from being hurt in past relationships. And so many of us have been hurt in past relationships. And then we start to build these walls around us to protect us from more pain. And the paradox is that those very walls that we are building to protect ourselves from future pain, these walls actually become the very thing that imprisons us because we close our hearts, we don't let love in, and we become, these walls become the barriers. And that's a big one, you know? And look, this is not about the other person. It's a very slippery slope to remain in a relationship with, or to try, I should say, to build a relationship. Because I really, I am going to talk about what you can do if this is someone who you're already very much in a relationship with. But in the first six months of dating and relationship, it's so early and it's really a building time. And I see countless people trying to build a relationship with someone who's just not available to them. And that's where this post was born out of. They spend too much time trying to analyze it, trying to be enough for this person and not enough time walking away. And you have to, you can't, you know, it really is an act of self-betrayal when you're working so hard to break down walls in another person that they're really responsible for. And it's different if they acknowledge they have walls and say, I'm really into you. I just have this fear around intimacy. Please be patient with me. I'm putting in the work. Like that's, and even then, you know, you might decide that's not enough, but that's very different than someone who's just like unaware, you know, not giving you much, always shut down, always afraid, 
And after talking to them, like nothing is changing, you know, it's not your job to try to convince someone to change. And it's not your job to try to convince someone to change for you. Like you can't take that on. And oftentimes I hear people say, well, then when we broke up, they got married. Well, yeah, because maybe why they weren't opening to you wasn't about fear. Maybe it was because they didn't feel that deep romantic connection. And then the tragedy is, of course, oh, then there's something wrong with me. No, I mean, so much of this game of love, you know, this game of life is having faith that like if someone isn't feeling emotionally connected to you, that they're just not your person, you know? And sometimes people don't feel emotionally connected to us because we have too many walls. And so then you can say, you know, maybe it's because I do have too many walls. And maybe it's just because you were trying to force something that just was never really meant to be. I am all about giving creative gifts to people. So forget generic gifts that just create clutter. I want to recommend a gift that's actually truly as unique as perhaps your relationship, which is a professionally recorded song crafted just for them. Yes, really. It's so cool. Since Valentine's Day is right around the corner, by the way, even if you're single, I always believe in giving a gift to anyone you love in your life. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. And it certainly doesn't have to be flowers or chocolates or teddy bears or any of that. And with Songfinch, you can gift a memory to someone you care about, whoever that is, that they truly will never forget. Songfinch is the ultimate gift to show how much you care. It is an original studio quality song inspired by your story that's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple four-step process to create an original song. And it's really simple and it's very cool. I did it myself. All you have to do is tell them about who the song is for, provide some personal details, and let them know the type of song you want. Then pick your favorite Songfinch artist. I'm telling you, it's very, very cool. Or you can get matched with one and they'll pour their heart into writing, recording, and producing your original song in just four to seven days. It's very genius. And I actually went through the process and now I have my very own song called Glow. And the artist who I chose to sing it has an amazing voice. The vibe is so cool because I got to choose the kind of vibe that I wanted. I, I got to choose the artist that I wanted and they created lyrics based on all the information that I gave. And it is just cool. I have my very own song that I can share with people. And what can I say? Just up there is probably the most unique and original gift ideas out there. So for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song on Spotify for free so you can listen to your new favorite song anywhere you go. Go to songfinch.com slash onlove and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free. That's a $50 value. This offer is only available for my listeners at my special URL, songfinch.com slash onlove. That's songfinch.com slash onlove. Don't wait, get started now. And so these are all the things to take under consideration. So that really is emotional unavailability. Whenever we 
anyone who tries to love someone who is emotionally shut down to them will suffer. And that's really just the bottom line. I really think that's just not a suffering that you should choose because you don't have to choose it. But at the end of the day, there can be so much villainizing of the emotionally unavailable person. And the more that we focus on them and their character defects and their flaws, and we don't look and search inside ourselves as to why we keep engaging in these relationships, nothing ever changes. Instead, we just feel victimized by life. And I really feel so strongly about helping people feel like a hero in their own lives. Stop analyzing them. Start walking away is really about stop giving all your power away. It's a very important message for people who are constantly feeling rejected or constantly in these one-sided relationships. This is the message, if you relate, that you need to hear is to stop giving all your power away. So it isn't about them. It is about you. So let's put the focus on you for a moment. Why are you attracted to emotionally unavailable people? Something that's not said enough that's very important is you're not actually attracted to them because they're emotionally unavailable. I mean, yes, there might be some truth to that, and I will get to that in a moment, but much more common is that you will be attracted to someone because just like all of us, we are attracted, we have chemistry with people who bring elements to the table that we are really craving in life. They bring things to the table that make our lives feel more whole. We are also attracted to those who have a lot of charm. We're attracted to intelligence. Like there's various things that we find seductive in another person. And the emotionally unavailable person may have amazing qualities that you're really drawn to. But when then we discover that they can't go deeper with us, when you discover like, okay, this person's amazing. They bring certain things to the table that I really want in my life. They are very vibrant and I love vibrant people. They are really interesting. I love interesting people. They're extroverted. This feels really good to me. They're introverted. This feels good for me. They're playful. You know, they have these great qualities and then you're seduced by them, of course, and you're interested and you're drawn in. And then as you get to know them more, you realize they can't go deeper with you. And this is a very important moment. It's like imagine walking down a path and there's this fork in the road. This is the moment where there is a fork in the road. It's like everything is great. They have these qualities. You're totally drawn to these qualities. They might have a lot of great things on paper. They clearly, like I said, bring certain elements to the table that you're really missing in life. Like something feels like really good. You get to know them better. 
you realize that they don't have the very, very necessary key ingredient to making a relationship work, which is emotional availability, the ability to build a bridge, the ability to build foundation trust that supports emotional intimacy. And that's when you reach the fork in the road. And it's like, it is one of the most disappointing feelings. It feels like a death. Like it's so incredibly disappointing. And some people discover this two weeks in, some people discover this a couple of months in. It's always discovered within the first few months. You could be in denial about it, but your body knows it. Like you have felt it. And you can make the choice to live in denial about it, to ignore it because you're just so drawn to them and, you know, you're focusing on all the other things. You can say, you know, I'm going to strategize ways to get them to commit to me, to love me. Like that's all that path. It's denial. It's strategy. It's the path of pain. Or you can rip the bandaid off and just say, I am incredibly disappointed. I am frustrated. I'm feeling all the feels right now of how disappointed I am, but I am not going to ignore this. And that would be when you would have a conversation and it might be a few conversations, like I'm feeling like this is not really progressing. I feel like it's sort of surface level. I feel like I am trying to get to know you on a deeper level, but I'm having a hard time doing that. I feel like whenever we take a step forward in our progression of our connection, we take several steps back because I feel like you shut down or you pull away, or I'm feeling like I'm really interested in deepening this with you and you're not as interested, right? So you just are direct in your communication. You're vulnerable. You're sharing from your heart, but you're also asserting yourself, right? You're asserting yourself from your heart and you're naming what it is that you are experiencing. And it's all in their answer. Like, oh my God, you know, you're so right. I really do want to go deeper with you. Like, let me explore this. Like, maybe I have some fear around this, right? And then that might be an interesting path to explore. Or they're just like not really giving you much or they're saying things like, I think you're great, but I really enjoy our time together. But, you know, there's just a whole lot of literal and metaphorical buts. Then the fork in the road gets even more defined you have the choice, you have the agency. And one way is going to lead you down a lot of pain and, you know, a lot of lessons that you obviously need to learn. And the other one is going to lead you towards a path of breaking patterns. So that's really the most important thing, honestly, that I can share about that question that haunts so many people, which is why am I attracted to emotionally unavailable people? Or why do I attract them into my life. I am proud of the relationship that I have with myself because it's one that I have worked very hard on developing and building and making stronger. There's no question. In fact, it is without question that the stronger my relationship has been with myself, the stronger and healthier my relationships have been with others. And also, you know, it's kind of a two-way street. As I've strengthened certain friendships, my relationship with myself has also gotten stronger. 
And that's just the beautiful thing about just strengthening relationships in general, since they do determine the quality of our life. A common misconception about relationships, specifically romantic ones, is that they have to be easy to be quote unquote right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them right, to make them great. And therapy can be a place to work through those challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether it's friends, work, your significant other, or really anyone. I can't recommend it enough. When you find that right therapist and you can talk about things and learn communication skills, it's just a game changer. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. First of all, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So I am just very happy that this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp so you can become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash onlove today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash onlove. The second thing that I want to add is, you know, you might be very sensitive and romantic and you might be someone who falls like hard and easily for people. Like you want love, you romanticize love, you fantasize about being in a relationship. You've been heavily influenced like many of us by movies and you believe somewhere inside of your belief system, perhaps you have a belief that love is something to be one, like something in the movies. And the thing is, I don't want you to change your nature, but you do have to bring discernment into your dating, right? Like you need boundaries around your heart. And that's like, that's the paradox. It's like, The walls around our heart also become the thing that can imprison us. But that doesn't mean that we don't have movable, flexible boundaries around our heart because those boundaries represent discernment. They represent the, I'm not just going to give my heart to anyone because I love love, right? So one thing could be that like you keep falling into the trap of emotionally unavailable because you're not using discernment. And when you get to the fork in the road, you go left instead of going right. Like you choose the, I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to win their love. I'm going to fight for their love. I'm going to overfunction. I'm going to figure out a way to be needed so that they love me instead of, you know, they must love me and then need me, right? The games that we play with ourselves that really can be traced back to our conditioning, like I said about, you know, what it actually takes to build with someone because a lot of us have been conditioned by family, by our environment, by culture, that love is something that is dramatic and yeah, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of up and down. There's a lot of having to prove yourself. And then you'll have to go also down a self-love route of like really questioning and searching deep inside yourself and asking yourself like, do I actually believe that I am deserving of the love that I crave? 
If that is striking a chord for you, I have a lot of episodes on self-love here on Jillian on Love. So listen to those episodes and take notes. Another reason why you might be attracting and being attracted to emotionally unavailable people is you struggle with intimacy yourself. And this is something that a lot of people on social media have kind of caught up on, but it's not the only reason, right? That's why I wanted to preface it with some other things, which is that it feels safe. Like actually even know deep inside your heart what you crave and what you yearn for and what you long for is that really deep connection. What's actually really happening is that on an unconscious level, these relationships that never go very deep actually feel safe for you. And so you might be spending a lot of time trying to get the other person to open to you But if you were to be honest with yourself, you're not actually vulnerable yourself. The story becomes everyone's emotionally unavailable. It's all about them. Instead of exploring, well, how has intimacy, emotional intimacy in my friendships with my family members, with my romantic partners, how has that been difficult? Like, in other words, you may feel very vulnerable in your relationships, but that doesn't mean that you're actually being vulnerable with them. You may feel so vulnerable that like you are actually self-protecting, but obviously feeling really vulnerable and actually having the courage to open up and go deeper with someone, the two are not the same. And then the last thing that I will add is maybe you're bored. And you know what? Like sometimes we get bored. Some of us are easily bored. Some of us are feeling stuck in life. And I've talked about this in other podcast episodes. And I think it's an important thing that I continue to bring to light, which is that, you know, we can all, when we're bored, we can crave drama. We crave uncertainty. We crave an adventure. And, you know, we want to be able to take an adventure that actually is useful and helpful, but a lot of us will unconsciously seek out drama. It's very easy to seek out drama in these romantic relationships where it's sort of an unrequited love, especially if that's something that you're used to, especially if you've not seen that, you know, like, because that leads me to the next reason, which is that sometimes we weren't raised with that. We didn't actually see that kind of love between our parents. And so we just don't know any other way. And to that, I always say, like, one of the most powerful ways that we can re-educate ourselves and recondition ourselves and rewire, you know, deeply ingrained neural pathways about our belief system around love and what we've seen. We all have these mirror neurons in our eyes. So like in our brain, if we see something, we can start to mimic that. We can start to model that. And so you have to be around people who have close relationships with their significant others. And you can ask them about it. It's a tricky thing because so much of what we're modeled on television is unrealistic. But sometimes it's really helpful to look at movies or TV shows 
that depict families and romantic relationships and marriages more realistically and not to watch the ones where there's a lot of problems, but more the ones where there's problems and they work through it. Or, you know, there's just like, there's deep love there. I mean, I think it's helpful to see that, to get an idea of what it is that you want to build with someone. This episode is brought to you by Paired. I want to talk to you about Paired. It is a relationship app for couples. So you and your partner or future partner download the app Paired together. And every day Paired gives you questions, quizzes, and games to have fun, stay connected, and deepen your conversations. I love it. It's genius. It's fantastic. The questions are great. Relationships rarely end because of a lack of love. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They more commonly end because of a lack of connection. And Paired is a way to reconnect, maintain connection, sustain connection. And that is what we need with our loved ones. And it's just, I don't know, it's just really great. And sometimes it's really funny and it gives you a good laugh and it deepens intimacy. So I cannot recommend it enough. So whether you are just a few dates in or you've been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with this person and your partner by using Paired because fun and playfulness is a very underrated part of relationship. So head to Paired.com slash Jillian to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to Paired, P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Jillian to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. There's something really important back to my post of people spend too much time analyzing the emotionally unavailable person, not enough time walking away from them. In the dating and early relationship stages, so that's from date one to around approximately six months, all that overanalyzing, all that pathologizing and diagnosing them and trying to figure out what their trauma is. And, you know, if they have a problem with this, it's like, you know, we spend all this time trying to be an expert on the other person and we're trying to figure out how to be enough for them. It's like getting caught in a really sticky web and you're trying to decode this person and you're trying to decode your connection to them. And it quickly becomes the biggest energy suck. And it becomes such a distraction from what is actually really important in your life, such as your friends, such as your work, such as your family, such as your hobbies, your community, your health, your dreams. And this is a point a really crucial point that is simply not highlighted at all out there in society and social media, which is that you have to adopt the mentality that your life is just too important to waste it on hanging on to someone you barely know and trying to figure them out. And so I really believe that if it's like the dating early relationship stage, like especially like really early on, get out of there. Don't analyze it. Don't even give it any more thought. 
You don't want to make this person who you barely know a central character in your story. And that's what I see people doing all the time. I see more women do it if I'm being very honest, but I also see men doing it for sure. But regardless, it's a bad habit. At the end of the day, rather than overcomplicating things and overanalyzing ourselves, it's just a habit and it's a bad one. It's really important in early dating not to give it much thought and not to continue seeing them. You have to listen to that inner voice. You have to want more. You have to demand more. You have to be like, something doesn't feel right. They're not opening up. And then, you know, I always say communicate, mention it, but then don't give it much thought. You barely know this person. Again, your life is too important. It has to be too important for this. And you can say, I don't really feel emotionally connected to you or that we can really build something. Or like, I feel like you're not into this. You have to be able to let go more easily of people you don't know and stop yourself from getting stuck in a story that questions your self-worth and idealizes a stranger to the point where they become a central character in your life. It is an exercise of will. It's just important. And the more that you do it, the more your self-esteem will go up. It's not, okay, I need better self-esteem and then that happens. It's growth and personal development and healing is not linear. It's like, let me take some brave steps and let me see like, and then I start to feel more proud of myself and then I start to feel more empowered. But this is very, very important. And you know, it's like, these are the games that people play with themselves. I can change them. I can earn their love. I can prove that I am worthy of their openness. I think they're really hot. I'm going to figure out how to be seductive. And they focus on the dream of this person, on the projection of their ideal, rather than who the person is that's sitting right in front of them. So when it comes to breaking the cycle, especially When you do reach that fork in the road, you're like, oh God, like, wow, like this person seemed to have everything that I've ever wanted. And now they're showing me that they're actually very lacking in the skills necessary to build with me. The only way to break the cycle is to accept what someone is capable of and stop trying to seduce them into wanting more with you. Again, I'm really, really focusing very much on the beginning, right? On the early stages. I know it gets more complicated when you have skin in the game. And I'll get to that in a moment. And you probably can relate to this regardless of where you are, but I just want to make that clear. Because over time, what you're going to notice in yourself is that because you are ready for true emotional intimacy, that someone else's lack of readiness aka emotional unavailability, is actually going to start to register to you as a kind of emotional immaturity or like an emotional lack of awareness. And you're just going to get bored with it. But first, it may take a lot of courage for you to decide that you need more for your life and move on. The other way that you break the cycle is you stop trying to seduce. Your most 
seductive quality is when you convey that you love yourself enough to only be in relationships that feel like a joint team effort and anything that doesn't look like that or building towards that, right? Because that does take time to build, but at least the building blocks, like the effort to want to build that, that you are willing to walk away. That is literally your most seductive quality. That literally is going to make you the hottest person in the room. I'm not kidding. When you refuse to chase, that's different than pursuing something. I'm talking about chasing, trying to prove your love to someone over-function, trying to like really seem like, you know, you're needed, like that kind of desperation. When you refuse to go there, you will completely change your life. And that is a guarantee. You break a major pattern. You become a cycle breaker of generational trauma. And this is when you start to have a lot of faith in yourself. We have to see the person who's in front of us and accept their limitations instead of being in denial about their limitations. And I'm not using the word acceptance, like accept it and just be with them. It's just accept that they're there, like don't be in denial. And if you're already in a relationship, and let's just say it's like, this has been something that's been going on for two years and your lives are intertwined. And if you're honest, it's always been like this. And, you know, it's always been a struggle, but you feel like your souls are connected. You feel like there's just been so much investment. It's just time to start having really honest conversations. It's time to start telling the truth. It's time to start listening to their truth. And it's time to start letting go of old patterns You know, it's so important. It's why focusing on your life and making it the best life that you possibly can is so incredibly important because you need more. You can't, look, there is no perfect partner. And one of the keys to healthy partnership is having a healthy amount of tolerance for people's imperfections. The best of relationships require emotional labor, not all the time. It shouldn't be hard all the time, but it needs to be watered. We need to do the work on ourselves. We need to do the work on the relationship. You know, there's going to be certain things that we're not going to, like, we're going to be frustrated. I mean, that's going to come with it. Why make your love life more complicated by settling for someone who can't roll up their sleeves and do the dirty work with you or for someone who doesn't love you the way that you love them. You have to know that you need more. Like I need to validate you. You need more. And so sometimes it's just about having faith in the fact that you can handle the rejection and that you're going to no longer make it about them. You're going to no longer focus on them and pathologizing them. And you're really just going to take responsibility and start being honest with yourself and start being honest in your communication. And I promise, and I don't promise many things, things will change in your love life regarding this. Anyway, 
I hope that this helped. Again, I think that there's so much to be said on this topic. And I've been asked many times, I get so many requests from all of you to talk more about this. And so here I am. And I always take requests. You can always reach out to me at hello at jillianonlove.com. Myself and my team, we read everything. We really design this podcast for you. Please do not hesitate just to let me know how a certain episode has landed for you. This is so important. And really my big ask is that you share this. If there's anyone who you think needs to hear this, you really never know whose life you could be changing by clicking the share button. So please do. And I thank you for being a listener of Jillian on Love. And until next time. Jillian on Love is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Shin Yin Hu. Editing and music by Will Tendy. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Get ready for Tangents with Tyler and Todd, a brand new podcast that will be the newest addition to your weekly routine. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Todd, and we're your hosts, ready to dive in headfirst as we explore life's biggest questions. We were kind of caught up in other people's goals of what's normal. And not for a moment did we let up the gas enough to think, what do we want? While giving ourselves permission to go completely off the rails. I don't think that... Dildo is, you can make it an adjective. Dildoine? Yeah. Did I do that or did they? It's giving comedy show with a sprinkle of soul searching on top. Premiering October 18th, Tangents with Tyler and Todd is your new go-to podcast that will make you laugh, cry, and question everything. With new episodes every Wednesday, get ready to laugh, learn, and grow with us every week. Tangents is coming and you won't want to miss this. Mark your calendars for October 18th and subscribe to Tangents with Tyler and Todd wherever you listen to your podcasts.